Let me tell you what, God, is, God has got a plan. And you can either be a part of it, you can be, or you can stand back and observe it, or you can ignore it. I don't know about you, but I don't want to ignore it. And I don't want to stand back and observe it. I want to be a part of it. And God is moving. Now, in the, in the wilderness, when they were coming out of the wilderness into the promised land, God told them to even build their tabernacle, I mean, build their little tents, uh, the Sukkot's there, with uh, openings in the ceiling so, so that they could see at night that pillar of fire. And they could see through the day, they could see the cloud. Because if God was to move whenever He wanted to move, middle of the night, three in the morning, or at noonday, they would be, have their eyes on God They'd pack their stuff up and move with God. Now, if they move with God, they got fresh manna. If they move with God in a wilderness when it was impossible to have water, they had rivers of clear crystal water to drink. If they would move with God, they had meat to eat. If they would move with God, their clothes would not wear out with the abrasions of that uh, environment that they were in. But they had to move with God. So much so that even while they were uh, bedded down in the night, God, if you move me in the night, if you move, I'm going with you. Move with God. Let me tell you what, God was trying to teach us something there. He's trying to tell us that He's a God on the move. He is not not a museum. He is not relics of old. Now, there are museums and museums that are trying to house some of the artifacts of the things that God has done. And He has done those. But that does not relegate the fact that he is dead and in a mausoleum. The tomb is empty. Our God is alive. The tomb is empty. And God is moving. And I'm telling you, God is moving us in this season in unprecedented ways. And I want to share with you tonight something so important that as we move, we've got to understand why we're doing what we're doing, or the reasoning of, of what God has planned here so that we have the Word to direct us. The Word is our plumb line. And as we said Sunday, we can trust the Word, right? You trust the Word of God. So I want to talk to you about just a few moments here, to, and then we're going to move into ministry because it is, it's just what God is doing. And I want to talk to you about some keys to the coming move of God. These are some keys to the coming move of God. And these are keys that you and I need to take hold of and we need to use tonight. We don't need to wait. We need to be using them, understanding them, operating with them tonight. These keys will open doors unto you. These keys will give you access where others, other things would try to shut you out. I believe that we're looking in a prophetic book to get a prophetic word from a prophetic God who has given us a prophetic promise that we might take by faith and move into the fulfillment of even beginning this night. We're going to be looking at Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2, not a whole lot's known about Habakkuk other than he was a prophet of the Lord. Some say that he was the Shunammite son that Elisha raised from the dead. That's what tradition says. We don't know that to be the fact, but we do know that God used him. He was one of the holy men that the Holy Spirit inspired and spoke through. God breathed through the Holy Script. God is teaching us about prophecy. He is teaching us how he speaks to us, how he lays a foundation, and then when we have faith to take that foundation up, we can walk in it and see the fullness of its manifest in our life. Here in the back of chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, He said, I will stand my watch, and I will set myself on the rampart. Now, the rampart is the highest part of the wall. So I'm going to stand watch 
but I'm not going to be lazy in my watch, and I'm not going to be haphazard in my watch. When it comes to God, I want to be on the highest part of the wall. I want to see what God is doing. I want to see what God is saying, and I want to be first. I want to be first. I pray somebody would grab that spirit of, of Habakkuk tonight. I want to set myself up on the rampart, the highest part of the wall, and watch to see what God will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, see, when you set yourself up on the uh, rampart, God already starts ready, he's talk to, ready to talk to you. He's ready to talk to you tonight. He's got greater things for you than you could even imagine. You've never even dreamed of them. They're bigger, they're bigger, they're bigger, and I'm going to talk about that. So then the Lord answered me and said, now you're going to need to write this vision down because what I'm about to give you is going to blow your mind. And what I'm about to give you may seem like later on when, the, when you might would say the emotion that the anointing has stirred up has settled down, you'll even doubt it yourself. I want you to write it down while you're in faith. I want you to write it down while you're in faith. Write this vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. This, this vision, this prophetic word I'm giving you is anointed that you can write it down, that anyone that can read it and believe it, they can run with it. I'm reading it tonight, and I'm believing it tonight, so I'm going to run with it tonight. It's mine. What God says is mine. You, anybody in here going to take up that attitude? What, what God says is mine. I don't know about government leaders, and I don't know about uh, uh, social leaders, I, but I know when they say something, I don't know if I can believe it or not, but I know when God says it, I can believe it. And I know when God says it, I can take it up and it can be mine. So then he says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Say appointed time. That's very important. An appointed time, but at the end it will speak. This vision will speak. It will not lie. Though it tarries. For some it's going to look like this thing's going to tarry. It's been tarrying and because it's tarried means it's fizzled out. Because it's tarried means there's no life to it. Because it's tarried means it's not for me. No, no, no. God said, though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. The just, I'm telling you, if you're going to walk in the justified faith, uh, the justified path that God has for you, you got to walk by faith. You got to take God at his word. You got to believe God at his word. And then I love verse 14 of that same chapter where he says, this is part of what he's declaring, that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. That the earth will be, not might be, might somehow parts of it, the earth will be, the, de the devil tries to tell us he's taken over this earth, and in the end, this earth ain't going to be worth the thing. But that's not what the Bible said. The devil tells you he's killing the church, and the church is almost on its last leg, but that's not what the Word of God says. Jesus said, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the church is going to outlast the devil because God said so. I'm a part of the church. You're a part of the church. We're going to outlast the attack that we're under. We're going to outlast this, this uh, battle that we're in if we stay with God because the church will rise triumphant. And the glory of the Lord, yes, the knowledge of the glory, it means everybody's going to know it. They're going to see it. They're going to experience it. The knowledge of the Lord is going to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. See, hallelujah. 
So it's prophetic words like this. When you look at them, you've got to understand there's three time frames that we're dealing with. Very important when we're dealing with the prophetic that we understand these time frames. There's the prophetic word which is given in the prophetic time. So when it's spoken in prophecy, doesn't mean it immediately is taking place. It's your promise. It's your roadmap. It's your, it's your point of destination. So it, there's the prophetic time, the time the prophetic is given, and then the prophetic word is given in the present time. So whatever God is saying prophetically, you've got to receive it where you're at. It's got to start where you're at. Some people are waiting for circumstances to change and waiting for situations to change so that they can see the hand of God move. You've got to be a man or woman of faith and say, I take the prophetic word in its prophetic time given to me in my present time. I take this word by faith now. That means it's got to start to work in me now. So this is the present time. And then that leads you to the appointed time of the prophetic word. Let me break those down just a little. So when we're looking at the prophetic time in Habakkuk's day was when the Lord was getting ready to break through a very difficult time. And, and, and God is giving that, this to them in that prophetic time. And some of you may be here tonight dealing with some difficult, challenging situations. You may be in a time of need. You may be in a situation where it looks like uh, difficulties are going to overshadow and overrun your life. I'm saying there's a prophetic word coming to you in this prophetic time. God is catching you right where you're at. And he says, this is not how it's going to end. This is not how it's going to end. He says, if you put your faith in me and my prophetic word, I'm going to pull you through this. And there's going to, I'm going to take you from your present time of what situation you're in. And I'm going to pull you through this. And it's not going to lie. It's going to come to pass. Exactly what I said, even though it's so big and amazing that you've got to write it down while you're the anointing because when you sober up from the anointing you'll probably say you'll talk yourself out of it you better write it down because the present time is that time in between the prophetic word given and the prophetic word appointed into our life and that's where we've got to be a people of faith that's where we're at right now walking it out by faith and let me tell you what some people say well well i don't know about uh, this present time I'm in, the testing and these heated trials and, 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 and just like the devil is just at work. He's tearing at my family. He's tearing at my health. He's tearing at me. And, and let me tell you what. This is a time where you've got to stand strong on the word. When it doesn't look like your circumstances line up with the prophetic promise, don't stand on your circumstances. Stand on the prophetic promise. Do you hear what I'm saying? i got to say it again. If what you're going through right now is not the fulfillment of the prophetic word of God and His promise in your life. You're in the present time uh, and you're standing on, you've got to stand on that prophetic promise and say, wait a minute, I am not accepting what I'm in right now because it doesn't line up with the word of God. It doesn't line up with the promise of God. Now, you may have a good life, but God's prophetically given you a great life. And you say, well, I got a good life. I should just settle here. No, wherever you're at, if it is not the manifest of the fulfilled promise of God and his prophetic promise to you, there's still some traveling to do. There's still some faith walking to walk out. 
and you've got to hold on to that prophetic promise of God, and you've got to know there's an appointed time where it's going to come to fruition. This, is, this isn't just some good talk to help keep me encouraged till I get to heaven. No, God says my glory is going to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. My word is going to come to pass on this earth in your life if you will weary not in well-doing, but if you'll hold on, if you'll hold on in faith and continue to plow forward, you're going to see. You may be going through a time of testing. You may be going through some heated trials. You may be going through uh, some setbacks. Let me tell you what. Say, I'm not going back. I'm going forward. This is a time that I'm being stronger. This is a time my roots are going deeper. This is a time that if there's any pruning needed in my life, the pruning is taking place. God's getting ready to move me to greater dimensions of His power and His glory. And this is just preparation time. This is just preparation time. Because God, if you will not, if you will not lose heart, if you will not give up the faith, let me tell you what, you're coming into that appointed time. And I believe God is saying to us here at Christian Embassy that, that he is, he is uh, calling for the question. A lot of talk. There's been a lot of singing and a lot of talk and a lot of walk and a lot of living life and a lot of good stuff going on. But it's like you're at a board meeting and everybody's got their input. And got, but somebody, the leader's got to call for the question. Got to say it's time to vote. We got we to make a decision and get out of here and do something. We can't just sit around talking about it. We got we to gotta do it. Let me tell you what. We can't just sit around uh, googly-eyeing over the promises of God. We got to start living out the demonstration of the promises of God because the glory of the Lord, its knowledge is to be seen by the earth. There's people that are yet coming into the kingdom when they see the glory of God on your life, when they see the miracle of God manifest in your life, when they hear the testimony of what God has done in and through your life. They're going to say, I want to serve the Jesus you serve. I want to serve the God you serve. And as your pastor, it's my job to be on time. On time to see what God is saying in divine revelation in this prophetic time. Moving us to see where we are and what is being worked in and through us in the present time. Positioning us and preparing us for His appointed time. And, and let me tell you what, we are there. We are there. It's time to move forward. And I don't know if I could probably ask the question, how many of you are ready to move from that prophetic time in your life? You're ready to move through what present circumstances you're going through and move into that appointed time. The appointed time where there's the fulfillment of the manifest of the glory of God and all that He has promised in your life. See, I see the move of God coming in Habakkuk chapters 1, 2, and 3. You see it. He, God is, is reminding him about His move that is coming. And, and I want to share with you just three keys to unlock the prophetic time, the present time, and the appointed time. These are keys to the coming move of God. And the first one is this. You got, and this, you got, your faith's got to hold on to it. I'm trying to help your faith here. You've got to know one of the keys to the coming movement of God in your life manifesting is you've got to realize it's big. It's big. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a, a very educated, deep theological mindset, but let me tell you what. If you don't get this, your faith will run and tremble because you think it's a monster or something. No, what God has for you, it's big. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than anything you've ever experienced. It's bigger than all of us together, collective. Let me tell you what. If your vision is not bigger than you, then I can tell you what, the vision is not from God. If it doesn't require a miracle for the vision 
to be manifest in your life, then it is not from God. It's a vision of your own making. But what God has called you to do, not us as a church, I'm talking about you. What He has called you to do is so big that if heaven is not opened up and the power of God manifested in and through your life and a miracle being manifest, that vision will never come to pass. It's big. It's big. Now, primarily, we see the move of God uh, locally, and, and, and it seems like it's limited to this city or that city or this village or that region, and, and maybe there's a little move of God that's national or maybe semi-international, uh, but Habakkuk 1 and 5 says this. It says, look among the nations and watch. This is the prophetic word of God. This is the word we're taking hold of. This is the word that we're moving from the prophetic and the present time into the appointed time. And I'm saying this is where God is moving us. Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded. God says, for I will work a work in your days which you would not believe though it be told to you. If I were to give you the details of it, you wouldn't believe it. It's bigger than your imagination. It's bigger than your comprehension. And we know on the day of Pentecost, the birth of the church, on this infant, infancy day, there were 3,000 saved, right? Some say, I wonder if that will ever happen again. That was so great and mighty and big and wonderful. I wonder if that would ever happen again. Did you know that right now, every few minutes, that is happening in the world? That there are 3,000 plus souls that are being birthed into the kingdom of God again and again and again, every few minutes right now. And when the sun comes up in the morning, we go to bed tonight, wake up in the morning, you're going to have nearly 200,000 new brothers and sisters in Christ who have come into the kingdom of God out of 195 nations in the world. Now, if they had told them on the day of Pentecost that would be happening, let me tell you what, they would have probably said, wow, wow, we were, we're utterly astounded at what we just seen. We can't even believe what you just said, but it's happening today. Millions of new believers enter into the kingdom of God each month. And researchers have estimated that at the rate that we're going in 10 years, there'd be another one and a half to two billion, billion, billion born-again sons and daughters of Almighty God who have come into the kingdom of God, adding to the current 2.5 billion Christians who are claiming to be Christians, bringing us to four, four and a half billion people who say Jesus Christ is Lord of their life. I'm telling you, God is getting ready to do something bigger because the prophet saw that the earth was going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. When God says it, it's going to happen. You can be a part of it, or you can observe it, or you can reject it. I'm not going to reject it. I'm not going to be an observer of it. I want to participate in what God is doing in these last days. Did you know Reinhard Bonnke, the evangelist to basically to Africa there, just two years ago had a crusade in Nigeria. And in six nights, over six million people came. Three million, four hundred thousand received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Did you know, this was just a couple of years ago, over one million people on the last night called upon Jesus Christ to be their Lord and their Savior. And God says, 
I want you to declare to the church. I want you to declare to my people that what I'm yet to do is bigger than what you've got on record. The records are going to be broken. The records are going to have to be changed. The records are going to have to be updated because there's nothing on record but, uh, as big as what I'm going to do. Why? Because the prophets saw the vision from God where the move of God is going to sweep this earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord covering it like the waters cover the sea. I recently stood on the, uh, uh, the seashore and I looked out and as far as I could see, there was nothing but water. There was nothing but water. There's mountains beneath it. There's valleys beneath it. There's all kinds of, of growth and, and life, life beneath it. But all I could see was the water. And the Lord says, what you see right there, you don't see anything ex lifting itself up. You don't see anything exposed except you see the water. He said, my glory is what the world's going to see. The world is going to see it and I want to bring it to manifest in and through my people my people who will believe my prophetic word and believe that this is the appointed time for that word to become manifest in and through their life they're going to stop whining complaining and making excuses but they're going to say wait a minute I throw aside everything every hindrance every, every lie I throw it aside and I say I'm moving into the prophetic word of God I'm moving into God's appointed time it is for now it is for my family it is for my life and I receive it. I believe it. Let the faith, let the faith, let those with faith walk, walk it out in Jesus' name. The Bible says that the kingdoms of the world are becoming the kingdoms of the Lord. Revelation 11 and 15. And he shall reign forever and ever. I'm here to get, the, I'm here to put down the lies of the devil. The devil says he's getting bigger and badder. That's a lie. He says he's equal with God or bigger than God. He wanted his throne above God and got kicked out of heaven just for the thought of it. Let me tell you what, that puny little thing, he's not ruling and reigning and having any control in my life. I say he's under my feet, you know. If Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank can say, you're going to get crushed like the cockroach that you are, talking about the corporate world, I say, yeah, I take that terminology and I bring it into the spirit world. Devil, I'm going to step on you and crush you like the cockroach that you are. God has given me authority over all the power of the enemy and he by no means shall harm me. He is under my feet. When is the church going to rise up and put your foot down? When are you as a people of God going to rise up and put your foot down? You're going to put your foot down to sickness. You're going to put your foot down to uh, 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 sin and, and it's bondage in your life. You're going to put your foot down to the strongholds of the enemy. You're going to put your foot down to those things that the devil says will always hold you. Once this, you're always that. The devil is a liar. He whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I would never go around saying I'm, 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 I'm this kind of addict. I'm just in remission. I, I'm, just, I'm a cancer patient. I'm just in remission. No, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I would say that demonic stronghold is behind me. I am healed. I am whole. I am free. I am delivered. And I'm going to bring forth the manifest of the glory of my God. If my God's going to reign forever and ever, I'm going to go ahead and sign up to reign. Let him rule and reign in and through my life. Hallelujah. See, when it comes to God, church, you got to realize God is big. We got a big God. We got a big God. Some, I'm here to tell you, you got to get... you. Can I shake somebody? You got a big God. And big is good. 
Big is good when it comes to your life making a difference for God. Big is good when it comes to your family being blessed. Big is good when it comes to you walking in obedience to God's Word and position to do more for Him. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you, Jesus, that we are in a place tonight where we have a big vision for my big God. Hallelujah. I'm glad that this is a place that celebrates a big God. We are not uh, looking at God. He's over in the corner, all dried up and all feeble and, and ain't got much left to offer but a little wisdom. No! He's still on the throne. He's still in charge. He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. He still raises those from the dead. He's still almighty. Mighty God, and no one compares to Him. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm in a place that believes in a big God. I'm glad I'm in a place that has fruitfulness. I'm glad I'm in a place that celebrates the power of God. A power that doesn't come by working up emotions. I'm telling you, we can shout and we can sweat and we can get excited and we can even whack the pulpit when we have the anointing of God. But let me tell you what, without the anointing, we're nothing more than actors. No more than those that are on a platform or on a stage somewhere. And God is not impressed with our theatrics. He is not impressed with, with our play put, uh, acting okay let me tell you what he's looking for true love in a heart that is committed to him where true emotions flow he's not against emotion he loves emotion he created us emotional and let me tell you what anything else is emotionalism and anything else is imitation feelings if it's not tied into the love of God if it doesn't have the heartbeat of the heartbeat of God I'm telling you it reminds me of a man trying to speak from one city to the next but the phone lines down and he's yelling he's yelling into the microphone but the phone line is down and nothing is getting out but when the phone line is up and the power is on he can speak at a low voice I know there's some people they still think you gotta talk at a higher decibel when you're on the phone and I call them and they go hello and I'm like Whoa, you got the amplified power of, of Verizon on that thing. You need to chill out. You don't have to talk that loud. There's power promoting you. There's power pushing your voice. And when we get up here or we get down there and try to do church uh, with just the emotionalism and just uh, the, the thin surface of, 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 of tradition and, and going through the motions, it's like trying to talk on a dead phone. And there's no real power. But I'm here to tell you, thank God, here at Christian Embassy. We celebrate the power. Every day of every week, we're praying that the lines of anointing are hooked up, that the power of God that can raise the dead is flowing in and through everything and every ministry and every mission of this church. Hallelujah. Because if the gospel is alive, it'll reach the hearts of the hearers. And let me tell you why. The anointing will bring forth the oomph that is needed to raise them up into the newness of life. I am so glad that we are in a place that celebrates the power of God. I'm so glad here tonight we're in a place that celebrates the presence of God. We don't have a statue up. We don't have a picture up saying, oh, look what he looked like or maybe what he looked like, but he's dead. No, our God is alive. He's the wind that is blowing in here right now. He is the voice that is speaking to us right now. He is the power that is flowing through 
through this place right now. He is God and His power is present. Hallelujah. I thank God this is a place that celebrates the love of God. Oh, let the love of God bring us together, brothers and sisters together, where there is no separation, where there is no divide. Nothing that the world has tried to do through the works of the enemy to separate us will exist in this house because the love of God tears down the partitions and tears down the walls from the oldest to the youngest, from the strongest to the weakest, from the tallest to the shortest, from the darkest to the lightest. I'm here to tell you we are one. We have one blood. We have one heartbeat. We have one God. We have one anointing. We have one purpose and one destiny to advance the kingdom of God. I'm so glad we celebrate the love of God in this house. I'm so glad we celebrate the Spirit of God in this house. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, blow. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, minister. Holy Spirit, heal. Holy Spirit, raise up. Holy Spirit, give wisdom. Holy Spirit, give light. Holy Spirit, give deliverance. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place to move, to blow, to speak, to do whatever you want to do. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We we aren't in charge. You're in charge. We're not telling you what to do. Holy Spirit, you tell us what to do. I thank God and celebrate that we are in a place that loves and celebrates the Spirit of God. I'm glad I'm in a place that is releasing us to do big things for God. That's what you're going to leave here with tonight. That God has said it's time. It's the appointed time. You got the prophetic time. It's in brought forth into your present time. But I'm saying it's time to go forward and see the appointment, to see the fulfillment, to see that which I have so de this desire to do in and through you be done in and through you. Hallelujah. Keys to the moving of, of the coming move of God is it's big. Don't you let that frighten you. Don't you let that cause your faith to back down and go into shadow. You need to right now rise up and say, Lord, I know it's going to be bigger than anything I've ever thought. What you want me to do is bigger than anything I've ever read about. What you want me to do is bigger than anything I've ever been told by someone else's testimony. For me, it's going to be the biggest thing. I know it. So God, start revealing it right now. I want to start walking in it right now. My faith is moving forward rather than drawing back. I know I know it's supposed to be big. I know it's supposed to be amazing. I know it's supposed to be supernatural. I know it, God. And now I'm prepared to move forward in it. Because the second thing, key to the coming move of God is you got to know it's supernatural. It's not going to be the working of your hand. It's not going to be you pulling a little group together and you think you guys are all that smart and you're going to make it happen. It's going to be supernatural. It's going to be supernatural. Listen to me. Please hear me. A leper is healed in the marketplace. Have you ever heard about it? A paralyzed man leaps from his bed. A small bit of food is used to feed a multitude. And storm clouds are turned on a dime. The gospel is preached in one language but understood in multitude of others. There was a desperate woman with a flow of blood that was dried up. There was a chained demonized man whom society could not handle but that I'm telling you, he was delivered and set free. 
sea. And there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind heard in a meeting a group of believers when there was really no wind blowing. There were withered limbs that had been restored, deaf ears that had been opened, blinded eyes that now see, the lame that walked. There was a girl raised from the dead. And Jesus appeared in a vision to one of the chief persecutors, uh, one of the chief terrorists, and that terrorist became a minister. And you would say, oh yes, pastor, I've heard it all. Sounds like the Bible. And yes, it does. But let me tell you something tonight. Everything I just listed uh, has happened uh, within this year. Everything that I just listened uh, uh, listed here has just happened uh, in 2019 uh, and has been recorded. Uh, I'm telling you, the God that did it 2,000 years ago is the God that's doing it right now and you better not relegate him into retirement. He's not in retirement. He's refired and he's ready to go forward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, the coming move of God is going to be more powerful than anything that you've ever seen before. You got to get ready. You got to get ready. You got to get ready. Got to get. I'm, I'm talking not to your flesh. I'm not talking. I'm not even talking to your. I'm talking to your spirit man. Your spirit man's got to lead you. See, before you were born again, your spirit man was dead. That was what died when Adam and Eve sinned. And you were separated from God. Unless a man be born again, he can't enter into the kingdom of God. Your spirit man had to be born again. But your soul followed your flesh in a sinful state. And when your flesh felt it, if it felt good, soul backed it up. If it felt bad, soul backed it up. Soul was being dragged to the pits of hell. But when Jesus came, he brought a supernatural birth and made it available to us where that spirit, man that we were created with that was sinful, dead, separated from God, could be, we could be born again. And our spirit man could be raised to a newness of life. But Paul tells us we got to learn to walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. If you keep walking by the flesh, you're going to be led into destruction. You're going to be led into separation from God, into doubt, into fear, and fulfilling the lust of the flesh, which breaks the heart of God. Soul man, listen to me. Soul man, motions, your, your, your mind, your, your will, your emotions. You better listen to me. Your flesh will lead you astray. Your flesh feels the circumstances. Your flesh feels the blow of the harsh situations you're in. Your flesh feels the blow of the financial setback that you're in. Your flesh feels the blow of how it looks on the outside. But I'm here to tell you, soul man, you better listen to me. You better start opening your ear and listening to your spirit because your spirit is inhabited by the spirit of the living God. You've got divine, supernatural, supernatural resource, supernatural power, divine assistance in your spirit, man. And where God is leading you, it's supernatural. And you need to be led by the Holy Spirit who is leading your spirit and your spirit that is now leading your life. You've got to rise up and say, I don't care what it looks like, this is what God said. I don't care what it feels like, I followed you feelings and where did you take me? I'm following what God has said. So my soul, my mind, my will and emotions, my intellect, the renewal of my mind from the Word and from the preaching of the Word, right now it's causing faith to rise up and say, you know what? I'm going to walk by the Spirit and not by the flesh. And I'm going to walk into the purpose and the destiny of that which I was created to do in Christ Jesus. I'm here to tell you the coming move of God is more powerful than anything you've ever seen. You've got to get out of the flesh. The flesh will limit you. 
The flesh will limit you. It'll tell you you can't afford that. You can't afford to give. You can't afford to, to, to make these plans. You'll always know the devil is a liar. If God, earns the, or if God owns the earth and the fullness thereof, then everything that we have need of, he created the gold and the diamonds and the hills and owns the cattle and a thousand hills. Anything you'll ever need, of, need, he'll get it to you. But if you're still dragging around your soul and trying to drag your spirit back into eternal death by following your flesh, can't afford it, bro. Busted, disgusted. You're always going to live in that death. And God says, I'm speaking to you to come into something bigger than you've ever seen. I want you to experience what you've never... I want record, new records to be set because of what I'm doing for you. He said, I is not seen and ears not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that I prepared for those who love me. You've got to love Him. You've got to love His Word. You've got to love what His Spirit is saying. You've got to love the plan of God. You've got to love the vision that He has for your life. And I'm telling you, your eyes have not seen it. Your ears have not heard it. You've not even thought it up. You can't thunk it up. If that's a word, you haven't even thunk it up. Let me tell you what, what God has prepared for you. When I was growing up, the only raising people from the dead I heard was in the Bible. But now at an astonishing rate of increase, there are documented accounts of people being raised from the dead all the time. I'm not here just to speak something into your life, but I'm here to release something into your life. I think I've said enough over the past 27 years and plus evangelism over 30 some years. I've said enough of speaking. I'm here now to release. I'm moving, I'm moving my ministry. I'm releasing people into your destiny. I'm releasing you into, I'm releasing something into your life. I'm releasing something supernatural. Right now, I'm releasing something supernatural in your life. And then I'm going to close with this one. But let me tell you what, this one does is not to be lessened, okay? This is right where we're at, even this night. The third key to the coming move of God, as we see in Habakkuk here, is it's moved by prayers of prophetic praise. Wow, right. It's moved by prayers of prophetic praise. Christopher, y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Everybody hear me? What God is doing is moved by prayers of prophetic praise. Let me show you. Here, Habakkuk 3 is a prayer of prophetic praise to release the vision. It says in verse 1, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. So here we got a prayer from the prophet. And look at that silly little word there. Maybe I shouldn't call it silly. God used it by the Holy Ghost. So, so we're going to look at this word. Uh, how do you say it? Shiganoth. What is Shiganoth? Well, I challenge you to do a Hebrew study on it, and you will find what it means is they believe it to be. They're not 100% sure. It's like one of those Holy Ghost things. It's almost like, whoa. It's believed to mean a victory song. Or a something that's sung with impassioned triumph. In other words, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a singing that believes not that it will happen, but believes that it's happening. It's a faith that's stepping out of the promise into the fulfillment. It's a faith that says, I saw the cloud move. I saw the pillar of fire move. I loaded up my stuff and I'm moving into it. I'm not holding back. I know where God is going and I'm doing it with passion. Look here, prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shiganoth. Oh Lord, I have heard your speech and I was afraid. It's translated afraid there. It's Yare in the Hebrew. It means I stand in awe. Lord, I've heard your voice. 
And here I am, the prophet, with a prayer of praise. And I'm standing. See, this is, this is, going, to, this is going to be the temperature, you might would say, of, of the of prayers of prophetic praise as we go forward. We're going to be standing in awe. We're going to be standing in awe of our God. Oh, Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. Lord, this is the time for you as I step in, and as the prophetic prayers of praise are going forth. So, so Habakkuk's not, he's not just speaking this. He's singing it. He's singing it. Oh, revive God. Let the power and the promise that we've been holding on to come now. Come now as I'm singing this unto you. As I'm singing this prophetic prayer unto you. Let it manifest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I want us to wrap this service up tonight in preparation to go into our destiny, to go into walking it out, what God is showing us. He's not going to show you the whole thing. It would, it would, it would literally cause you to tremble in your boots. Not in, because you, it's afraid, you'd be so afraid like something of a horror story. It's just so big. It's so grand. It's so amazing. See, he's the potter and you're the clay. He formed you, fashioned you. He knows what's in you better than you know what's in you. And guess what? It's not there by accident what's in you he put there. And he needs a man and a woman who will believe him enough to say, I take the prophetic word in its time. And I look at my present tense in its time. But I say, Lord, I'm ready to step it forward and see the manifest as I move into the appointed time. And Habakkuk says, I see how to do it. And God had it recorded by the Holy Spirit through prayers of prophetic praise. So we're going we're gonna, to, guess what? We're going to close the service. This altar is going to be open. I'm not going to tell you to come here. You can make an altar where you want. You can run, you can dance, you can shout, you can do whatever, you know, that's in alignment with God. I'm not going to script what you're to do. I'm just saying we're going to close in some prophetic prayer and praise prayers of prophetic praise in such where we stand in awe of our god and we're saying yes god revive me revive me lord god so that i can go out of this building that i can go out of this corporate time of worship not leaving your presence but going in your presence to see the manifest of your glory in and through my life. Billions of us, billions of Christians are gonna get this. And when billions of Christians all around these 195 nations in the world are letting what happened, what's gonna happen in and through us, let me tell you why. His glory is gonna cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Miracles and manifest of glory and manifest of power and manifest of His love and manifest of healings and manifest of deliverances and manifest of raised from the dead and manifest of breakthrough and manifest of supernatural promotion like we've never seen before. I'm not here to stand anywhere else and see whether or not they're doing what they're supposed to. God put me a shepherd in here. And here's a shepherd here. I'm just saying we got to do our part. And I know the Holy Ghost. If I know the Holy Ghost, and I do, He's got the same word going to every shepherd that He's got on the planet Earth. Same word. 
because it's God's appointed time for the vision to come to pass. It will not tarry. It will not tarry. It's coming to pass. And I would say, I'm ready. I'm ready. How about you? Are you ready to see an influx of souls being born into the kingdom of God unlike anything you've ever seen before? And a manifest of healing like never something you've ever seen before? And a manifest of miracle stories and miracle stories and testimonies like you've never heard before? Everywhere you go, you're at the gas pump and somebody's telling you about a miracle of God in their life. You go to the marketplace and there the line is being held up because they're talking to the cashier about the miracle manifest of God in their life. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, and guess what? You're going to be sharing yours as well. You're going to be sharing yours as well. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord. We, you help us see why we're doing what we're doing. You help us see where we're at. And you help us see where you want to take us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I pray, God, let the prophetic prayers of praise begin to flow. I don't know about you, but the prophet said, I stand in awe. It makes me stand in awe. I just want to go ahead by faith and be positioned. I'm going to stand. How about you? Come on, let's just stand. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We'll begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to, to sing as Habakkuk would sing. Just begin to sing unto him the fulfillment of the promise. Begin to sing to Him, faith active. Lord, not God do it. Lord, I thank You. I thank You. It's being done. I thank You for the miracle. Go ahead and thank Him as though it's already Yours. By faith, accept it. By His stripes, You were healed. By His stripes, You were healed. Hallelujah. He was rich, became poor, that You through Christ Jesus in Him might be made rich. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you're in Christ. Receive, receive it right now. Receive your promotion right now. Receive your breakthrough right now. Just be glad to thank Him for it. Thank Him. More blessed is He who believes without seeing than He who has to see to believe. Go ahead and begin to praise Him. Habakkuk was doing a singing off. He was doing a, a, a song, a, a song of prophetic praise. Hallelujah. He was prophesying. He was prophesying. Go ahead. Begin to sing it. Begin to sing it. You say, I'm not a, you say, I'm not a singer. The devil is a liar. You say, well, I'm not a singer. The devil is a liar. Begin to sing it right where you are. Just go ahead. You say, I've never done that before. It's time to step in to what you've never done before. Lord, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, Lord, for your breakthrough. I want to thank you, Lord, for the advancement of your kingdom here on earth. Lord, I praise you. I praise you. Hallelujah. Come on, just sing it out. From the depth of your spirit, man, begin to sing. Sing faith. Sing in faith. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for my healing. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I thank you for the breakthrough. I thank you for rejuvenation. I thank you that my youth is being renewed. Like that of an eagle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you.
you that we're going to reach the nations. I thank you, Lord God, that there's coming breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough is here, breakthrough is here. Souls are coming into the kingdom of God. Our children are coming into the kingdom of God. Our grandchildren are coming into the kingdom of God. Breakthrough, breakthrough, hallelujah. Come on, sing it. Sing it, sing it. You gotta be a man of faith. You gotta be a woman of faith. If you if you're nervous around somebody, move away from them. Go to a corner somewhere. But in this corporate place of faith and worship, don't pass this moment up. You find your place and you begin to sing. You sing it out. Sing that prophetic prayer in God. I thank you for acceleration. I thank you, Lord God, for what it would take 10 years, 20 years. You're going to do it overnight. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I'm going to live a full and a prosperous life. Go ahead and thank him. Lord, I'm going to live a full and a healthy and a prosperous life. You tell that body line up with the written word of God. You tell your body line up with the power of the Spirit of God and His healing virtue. You tell your body you're not going to be sick. You're not going to be weak. I thank God for my healing. I thank God for my deliverance. I thank God for my breakthrough. I thank God for joy. I'm not going to wait till I got a smile on my face. I'm talking about prophetic praise. I'm talking about prophetic prayers of praise. I thank God for joy. Joy. Unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus.
if you want the miracle of God, if you want the miracle of breakthrough, if you want the miracle of the supernatural, sing, O barren woman. Don't wait until your womb is full. Don't wait until your need is met. Don't wait until your breakthrough has come. You sing, O barren woman. In the midst of your dry place, sing. Sing and the rain will come. In the midst of your hard place, sing. Sing and deliverance will come. I'm telling you, Paul and Silas, they sang their way out of an inner prison. They sang their way out of the inner sand. They sang their way out of the prison bars. They sang their way out of the chains and the stocks that held them in bondage. They sang their way out of the pain and out of the torture that bodies had gone through. They sang their way. And let me tell you why. It became a prophetic time to a present time to an appointed time. And God said, I hear the prophetic praise I hear the prophetic praise and prayer. So I'm going to shake the prisons of the, shake the foundation of prison and bring them up and bring them out. And the very ones that put them there is on their knees worshiping God, serving God, living for God. Hallelujah. You got to learn to sing. Don't you let the devil steal your song. Don't you let the devil steal your song. He's trying to get you to sing the blues. He's trying to get you to sing the old, woe is me. But you got to learn to sing. Like Jehoshaphat sent Judah, sent the praisers out front. And even though they were outnumbered, and even though they'd never been in as bad a place as they were that day, when the praisers went out front, when the praisers went out front, I'm telling you, there came a confusion in the enemy's camp. And the enemy destroyed themselves. I'm telling you tonight. I'm telling you tonight. It's time for Judah to arise. It's time for Judah to arise. Let praise arise. Let praise arise. Prophetic prayer in praise. Prophetic prayer in praise. You got to learn to sing. You got to learn to sing. I'm telling you, it's easier for you right now to learn how to sing in the midst of opposition than it is when you're out there by yourself. We're here with you right now. It's time for you to work out. It's time for you to get your faith muscle working out so that it'll be stronger when you go home. It'll be stronger when you're faced with opposition. Come on, we're in the gym right now. Gymnast, he said you get godly. Godly, we got to be godly. We got to work it out. Got to work it out. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Oh, you got to learn to sing, 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 sing it. Sing, sing your song. Don't sing my song. Sing your song. Sing your song of faith. Sing your song of faith. What's God promised you? What's God showing you? Sing it. Sing it. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Just thank you. Praise him for it. Praise him for it. Come on. 
sing your song you had an opportunity to sing your song oh one of those keys to the breakthrough don't you ever let the devil steal that from you don't let him steal your song but make it an impassioned song prophetic praise unto God and I'm telling you, just like Paul and Silas came out of that prison, you're going to come up out of whatever the devil's tried to throw you in, and you're going to come out better than when you went in. Whatever, whatever you need, this is, this is how God works. This is what God is showing us for this day and right now. This is what he's showing us. He wants you to have that breakthrough. He wants you to move into the supernatural. He wants you to have the testimony. He wants your health to be a testimony. He wants your family to be a testimony. He wants your finances to be a testimony. He wants your business, if you have one, to be a testimony. He wants your ministry, if you have one, to be a testimony. 
He wants your coming and your going to be a supernatural testimony of a God that is working in and through His sons and daughters to manifest His glory on this earth. That's why you got to ascribe all the glory and honor to Him. Don't hold on to any of yourself. No, 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 no. The whole reason the miracles are flowing through you is so that you can ascribe the glory unto Him. Because without Him, you wouldn't have any of those supernatural experiences. You wouldn't have any of those breakthroughs. You wouldn't have any of those promotions. You wouldn't even have the breath in your lungs to breathe. Lord, we ascribe the glory unto You even before we close. Lord, this is not a working of man. This is a working of you. To you be the glory. To you be the honor. Mm, we ascribe glory and the honor and all the praise unto you, Lord. Oh, just let it flow through you right now. God, we ascribe the glory all the honor and all the praise unto you Lord all honor all glory and all praise unto you let's make sure we don't walk out of here with any of it claiming it on our own Turn our hands outward rather than inward. We're not taking, we're giving. God, we ascribe all the glory and all the honor and all the praise unto you. Make sure as this supernatural moment we're in that you claim your healing. You're not selfish to do that. God needs your vehicle of your body healthy and whole. He needs it. He's provided it through His Son, Jesus. He needs you by faith to go ahead and claim it. We're in a faith-charged environment. Claim it right now. Healing. Don't claim, well, my arthritis. It's not yours. It's not yours. Rebuke the devil. Resist the devil and let him flee. There ain't nothing about Arthur that's nice to you. Let it go. My cancer, no, let it go. It ain't yours. It's of the devil. My sickness, no, let it go. My bad back, no. Your back is whole. Your back is healed. Your back is strong. Whatever weakness was that, rebuke it, rebuke it. Jesus rebuked the spirit of infirmity and he healed their bodies. Don't let the devil ride out of here on you with your own words. So I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for my healing. If you need healing, just go ahead and claim it right now. If you need a financial breakthrough, go ahead and claim it right now. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. 
Lord, I've worked the numbers and I've worked the, the spreadsheets and I've worked the calculator and I've worked the formulas and Lord God, I just can't make it happen. I can't make it happen. I'm in the right place. I'm in the right time. I'm in the right circumstance for a miracle. So I want to thank you for the miracle of supernatural provision. Lord, I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I'm not even going to try to figure out how you're going to do it. I'm just going to start thanking you. I'm going to start singing my song. My prophetic song of praise. I'm going to start thanking you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For meeting all my needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jehovah Jireh. My God, my provider. Whatever it is you need. In this faith-charged environment. Take opportunity right now to exercise your faith and take hold of the provision of God in and through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Anything He's provided is yours in Christ. Anything He's provided is yours in Christ. Receive it. Receive your miracle. Receive it. Lord, I just thank you that you're raising up the head, not the tail. That you're raising this body up to be above only and not beneath. You're raising us up to be blessed when we gather, but also blessed when we scatter. Thank you, God. Coming and going, standing or seated, blessed by you. We thank you for it. And we praise you for it. For it's in Jesus' name we praise.